Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome. It is Bauer Lay on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. It's uh, going to be a little bit weird uh, doing the show today without seeing a miniature horse walking around. If I start seeing a miniature horse walking around uh, the studio here, I'm really going to wonder if somebody has spiked my bottled water. But uh, no miniature horse, so that's good. Uh, and, and no golden retriever. And found out something very interesting. Yeah, at least it was interesting to me anyway. And that is, uh, apparently, I have developed an allergy to golden retrievers. Uh, it was the strangest thing ever because I'm sitting there and I'm petting the golden retriever and the golden retriever is loving on me. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, why are my eyes itchy? How come my nose is? And then I realized I developed a dog allergy, at least to some breeds of dog. I don't know how weird that is, but I thought I found it was pretty weird. But look, we want to thank you uh, very much for your uh, generous donations to the SPCA. Serving Erie County uh, raised a lot of money. All of the details of that story uh, may be found at WBEN.com, including photographs. Yes, photographs and uh, what have you. So lots of things are uh, going on. Um, one of the things that uh, caught my ear very early this morning was the word beaver. Um, because, uh, well, I, I couldn't listen to the entire show because I had some uh, previous engagements which needed, um, <laughs> which needed a very prompt attention. Uh, but have, have you noticed that your list of things to do um, gets longer and longer every day and then you can't get half of the things done that you want to get done and that you have to get done? Somebody asked me for a copy of something three months ago. And I just got around to getting the copy last night. And then to make it worse, when you're trying to get through your list of things to do, and it's exacerbated by the holidays, okay, let's face it, because we all have holiday parties, we've got uh, holiday this, holiday that. Um, so you've got the extra, I don't want to say burden, but the extra responsibilities of that. And then the wall of email. And maybe today, I've been dying to do this topic, the wall of email. I would love to find out roughly, approximately, how many emails you guys receive in a given day. Because uh, before I get into the topic I want to get into, I just want to say that every single day, I, I would say 
anywhere from 700 to 1,000 emails every day, most of which are absolute junk. They're from public relations firms, and they're trying to get their client on our radio station with things like, uh, hey, wouldn't your audience love a segment on how holiday Christmas tree bulbs have changed over the years? Uh, actually, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that you guys would not be interested in that segment. Hey, here's a topic for your audience. Where did kissing under the mistletoe begin? Well, I'm pretty sure that nobody really cares too much about that. So I don't know. It's just one of those, one of those interesting things, but you might get fewer emails. You might receive more emails. I was talking to somebody with whom I work who is not an on-the-air person here at the radio station, but a very integral part of what we do here at News Radio 930 WBEN. And without exaggeration, I asked him, I said, how many emails do you receive in a given day? And he said, he, he paused for a second, he said, at least a thousand. At least a thousand emails. And he and it's not like his email is readily available on Facebook or uh, any other site. So I'm not sure whose list he got on, but he gets about a thousand emails uh, each and every day, which frankly seemed like a lot to me. Ah, bottled water, delicious, delicious drink. Now, uh, the word beaver, as I mentioned uh, earlier, caught my attention because beavers have been a problem uh, periodically. In Western New York, and I know what some people are going to say, Tom, it's not the beavers that are the problem. It's the people that are the problem. The beavers have been here for a very long time. It's the people who build their houses close to creeks. They are the issue. Let the beavers be. Well, here's the problem. Beavers don't vote. Homeowners vote. And town and village boards uh, they get elected by voters. And if you have a home that may be damaged by flooding, which is caused by beaver lodges, then you've got a little bit of a problem. And I, I, I would like to expand this just a little bit. Uh, first of all, with the, with the beaver situation. Now, I did see um, in uh, Amherst, uh, there is a walking trail in Amherst. Uh, it's along uh, the, the North Forest, South Forest, one of those streets. I can never keep them straight. But um, I watched beavers frolicking in the water. And it was, it was pretty. Have you ever seen a beaver in the wild? Have you ever seen they? To me, beavers are super cool. They've got super cool tails. Uh, they are amazing swimmers. They're rodents. They're they're basically glorified rats. Then again, so are squirrels, for that matter. They're members of the rodent family, are they not? As I recall. So anyway, long story short, um, beavers to me are fascinating to watch. However, here's the problem. And this, this goes back probably about 20, 25 years ago. When you looked around Ellicott Creek, you would see these trees that were damaged one after another by beavers. And make no mistake about it, these beavers might be cute and they might be small and they might look like you want one to snuggle in your lap, but you really don't, especially if you're a guy. You definitely don't want a beaver snuggling in your lap because that could spell tragedy in uh, many different forms. But uh, I'm kind of curious what you think the towns and villages and cities of western New York should do with beavers. Do you kill them? 
relocating them, you didn't, you might not have known this, but relocating them is actually against the law because it would be too stressful for the beavers to handle relocation. So that is not a practical option. There have been other things that have been tried, according to an article in the Buffalo News. We always give credit here where credit is due. Uh, Some people have put in uh, and, and various locations around the country, uh, pipes through which water can flow to mitigate any concerns over flooding. Um, how long those pipes last, I do not know. How big the pipes need to be in diameter, I do not know. I'm sure somebody out there has uh, the answers and uh, the proper beaver background. But what is a town, a village, a municipality supposed to do with beavers. Now, the one thing I would say is, now my understanding is they drown them. That at least in Amherst few, a few years ago, they trapped them and they drowned them. Um, I, if you're going to kill the beavers, okay, if the beavers, and they cannot be relocated, and if there is a chance they're going to do significant damage to somebody's property and they've got to go, they've got to get whacked, could we at least just make it a little quicker? I mean, could could we just agree that we could just shoot them? Because that's a lot faster than drowning and a lot less terrifying than drowning. I mean, one minute you're here and the next minute you're gone. I mean, you've seen the Zapruder film, I'm sure, uh, a million times. And that, as, as horrible and as terrifying as that may be to watch, even after 60 years, um, it was fast. It was a lot faster than drowning. So I, I believe that the beavers are trapped and drowned, which seems um, very, it, it seems inhumane to me. That seems cruel to me. But I... I I don't have an issue if there are no other solutions available to I don't have an issue with killing the beavers to protect property of human beings. I I don't have a problem with that. My only issue is could we at least be humane about it? And instead of a drowning, which takes however many minutes it takes, a simple gunshot I mean, obviously, you can bring in some crack marksmen to uh, practice their trade. It would be a lot faster. Uh, I mean, if they're still drowning them, uh, I've got a problem with that when I think that there are other things that they could do, which would be a lot faster uh, way for the beaver to check out. Because I I don't like, uh, again, I know what you're going to say. You're not a vegetarian, Tom. No, I'm not a vegetarian. Sometimes I wish I was, but I'm not, and I do enjoy my OmahaSteaks.com uh, steaks very much. Thank you. But uh, it, I, I just, if you got to kill them, I would say, could we just try to come up with a more humane way of doing it? Maybe some of you out there in the beaver business uh, have some uh, ideas and some information on how to humanely dispatch beavers that are a problem. Now, where you live, and we have obviously a lot of people in a lot of places in western New York who listen to this radio station, do you have a problem with wildlife? Because I think that this has to go beyond the beaver issue, and I think it can encompass a lot of different uh, areas of wildlife. Now, this might sound really stupid, but I am convinced, and it's taken longer than I thought it would, but you know wild turkeys, 
you remember the wild turkey in Amherst that was attacking cars, and everybody thought it was so cute, except the people who had to drive by the wild turkey every day, and they finally brought the wild turkey, and I'm not talking about the booze, they finally had to bring the wild turkey to a place where crazy wild turkeys go. And to the best of my knowledge, that wild turkey uh, has not found his way back to Amherst. Thank goodness. Uh, he's probably pecking away at a tree or other turkeys somewhere. Uh, but I, I would think that the wild turkey problem would be a bigger problem than it is. Um, if you have driven to the, uh, where is it? Oh, the, the Ithaca area along the lake, um, you will see giant, and I, we're going to get Tanner on this. Tanner, what is the proper plural for a whole bunch of turkeys? I'm going to have you look that up because you have to be our grammatical expert. Um, you'll see these giant herds, <laughs> herds of turkeys in Ithaca, New York. And honest to goodness, those things take off. And if you hit one of those things, it's going to do some serious damage to your car. And it might actually force you to lose control of the vehicle you're driving. So the wild turkey, I think, is going to be a problem that is going to have to be addressed. I think the biggest problem... Um, and I, I love your stories on this. We have certainly done this in the past. But the biggest issue, the biggest problem that I think most people would say we have in western New York is the deer overpopulation. And I'm not sure what the answer is. I, I've heard several different arguments. Uh, some say, well, if you keep shooting them and shooting them and shooting them, you do, you do away with the problem. And I've heard other people say, well, if you keep shooting them and shooting them, nature abhors a vacuum. And all that's going to happen is the deer are just going to reproduce that much faster. Um, who's right? Who's wrong? I don't know. But deer can be, look, it, 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 I'm not going to lie, to me, deer are very cute to see in the neighborhood, but they're also destructive animals to your garden. For example, deer love stargazer lilies. This was the first year in many years I was actually able to see some of my stargazer lilies actually reach maturity, which I'm still waiting to do, by the way, and come into bloom. Seriously. Um, before the deer finally discovered, oh, look, it's a stargazer. They love stargazer lilies. It must, it's, it's like a deer salad bar. And I've often lamented the fact, why don't deer, why don't deer, why can't they develop a taste for weeds? Why do they always have to eat the good stuff? Why can't they eat bishop's weed and be content with that? But no, they've got to attack whatever is your favorite flower in your garden, whether it's an annual, whether it is a perennial, they always go after the one you really like. It seems to me to be a certain force of nature. Do you have an issue in your neighborhood, whether it's beaver, whether it's wild turkeys, whether it is, I, I got to say this, porcupines? I'm, I'm big on porcupines. I don't know why. It's just an obsession with me as our hedgehogs. Um, and here's another one, snapping turtles. How many, <laughs> how many of you have run into issues with snapping turtles? These snapping turtles that we have in western New York, um, I think it's around Memorial Day. Typically, I, I think it is Memorial Day. They come out and they do snapping turtle stuff. And these turtles are 
absolutely, they're vicious, they're violent, they are not docile whatsoever. They will nip you. And I will confess that I have stopped the car on a few occasions and safely gotten a golf club. Yes, a golf club. Don't ask me why there's a golf club in the car, because the closest I come to golf is miniature golf. Thank you very much. And I've used a golf club to prod a turtle across the road. The turtle is not very happy with being prodded across the road. Um, what is your neighborhood's particular issue with wildlife? It might be it might be rats. It, I mean, periodically we have these, these shows that we've done on rats when a neighborhood is invaded by rats. It might be skunks that are the big issue in your neighborhood. Skunks. Then again, in 2023, it's difficult to know the difference between is that a skunk I smell or is that somebody's dispensary uh, purchase that I smell? Uh, let me give you the phone number to call in. Uh, I want to know what's going on in your neighborhood, whether it's beaver or deer. And, and it's just weird we're doing this show the day after the uh, Radiothon to benefit the SPCA serving Erie County. But the phone number is 803-0930, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you have an issue with wildlife in your area? And what ideas do you have for dealing with it? And, uh, oh, my goodness, we need to take a break, but we will get to to your telephone calls. This is a great time to call right now because I'm traffic-free and I've got time to talk to you without interruption. So that's awesome. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right. Ooh. There's a song you will never hear Steely Dan play in concert because of uh, legal issues. All right. So uh, wildlife. What is the problem wildlife in your area? And I know that some people are saying, well, that's not the proper question, Tom. Uh, What are humans doing in the area where wildlife has always been? Well, you're never going to stop the progress of uh, humanity. Uh, let us go to uh, some calls, and uh, you are going to do the uh, duties, I believe, uh, Mr. Saunders, until, let me just figure uh, this out. Ah, here we go. Randy in uh, Amherst, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good good to be here, Tom. What I'd like to say is just I, I do live out in the Amherst area, and we our, our land somewhat abuts uh, the Nature View Park, uh, which is which encompasses a lot of acreage out in this area. Uh, and taking walks back in Nature View, we do see from time to time that there are uh, beavers back there. And they're really, you know, they're, they're doing their beaver thing, which is, you know, they, they engineer their, their, their dams and uh, their dens and things uh, along waterways that, that do provide drainage uh, for the area. Um, then shortly after we see them and we start to see the, the, the fruitage of their hard work, which is these beautiful ponds uh, that attract actually fish, and I'm not sure how the fish get in there, but there's northern pike in these areas, uh, in these uh, waterways uh, that attracts more bird life. And shortly after all these beautiful things start to happen, the town comes in. They do do the underwater uh, catch and drown, and then they will destroy the dams and the dens that were there, and things go back to flowing normally. And what's what I what I I guess we don't like myself and my brother is that it's called Nature View Park, and and some of the things that are just happening back there naturally, uh, they they seem to take offense at, and they they will destroy those. So it just it, it's it's nice to see nature uh, doing its thing. I guess, and they, I guess the beavers are called a keystone species, which means that they, they create more wildlife habitat where they are. And the, the flooding that they cause is in an area that's a park. There's, there's a lot of housed, housing developments around the park, but Amherst has said that that's always going to stay forever green. And uh, they, they, there is farming in the area as well, which is wonderful to see that. But the flooding that is caused by the beavers doesn't seem to impact absolutely any of that. 
So that that's my two cents on that. I, I'm a fan of the Beavers, and, and I wish that uh, maybe we could just leave them alone. Well, have, have you been in touch with your uh, local officials? Have you expressed your dismay over what you're seeing? We, we, we live near some of them, um, and we've chatted with some of them just informally. Uh, they're, they're neighbors of ours, and uh, they, they know how we feel, but I guess we've never done anything formal, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to know what uh, your your neighbors have to say. I mean, what I've what I've heard from people who live near places where the deer, where the beaver tend to live, is they are extremely destructive. Now they they destroy a lot of trees, and their lodges cause a lot of destructive flooding. But look, I mean, my my only take is this. If you have to kill them, if you have to get rid of them that way, at least do it quickly. At least do it mercifully. I, and I, I agree with you 100% because they do, they take care of the deer quickly and mercifully back there, too. You know, yeah, we I mean, do hear shooting back there. Yeah. People, people would never stand for a drowning of deer. Uh, thank you very much, Randy. <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate the uh, phone call. Uh, what is your problem wildlife in your area and uh, what should be done about it? Um, I, I, I am the only person, I believe, in all of western New York to have had his car antlered by a deer. True story. I've told many, many times. I saw a scratch in my car, went back, looked at the security footage, and it was a deer going against my car with these giant antlers. So explain that one at the collision shop. I've been antlered. Usually it would be I've been keyed, which is what I thought, but I thought this doesn't look like that. This looks like something else. And in fact, it was it was a deer antler. 803-0930 star 930 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh Kelly in uh, West Seneca, you are on. Hello. Hi Tom. Um I'm calling. Actually, we live on uh, about an acre and a quarter in West Seneca, and we're situated right on the Casanova Creek escarpment. Very wooded property. We have a plethora of wildlife, including deer and every, pretty much every mammal, small mammal you can think of. Even um, 20 years ago, the former owners had a black bear uh, sighting on the deck. But we, we have so many incredible um, encounters. Deer, of course, in West Seneca are a big issue to a lot of people um we i'm a big gardener also and i've actually been able to manage um manage the deer in the perennial beds pretty well and it takes time takes energy takes a little money you know but we've invested thousands of dollars in perennials and many hours you know but we use um you have to do things, too. You have to be diligent. You have to do it every maybe month or six weeks. But we spread malorganite in all of our beds. Uh, my neighbor, good friend, is a landscape uh, designer. He tur- turned me on to that. So it's, it's not expensive. It's really it's good you, for your soil. You, yeah, malorganite. Yeah, how, how do you spell that? I don't want to be stupid, but I am. No, no. It's um, I believe it's M-I-L-O-R-G-N- um malorganite n-i-t-e and it's it's gross but it's it comes from i believe waste after they've processed like human waste 
Oh. You know, like the water water treatment. But oh, here it is. Yes, melorganite. Yes, a slow-release yeah. nitrogen fertilizer for your lawn and garden. Uh, but uh, what does it smell like? It's You know what's funny? It's not. It sounds disgusting what it is, but it's not bad. It's got a... It has a little bit of a sulfur smell, but once you spread it and it's out there, and, you, you know, it's really good for your beds. It really fertilizes. You don't really notice it. But I've used that. I also do, um, uh, like I spray, you know, certain perennials they like more than others. And we have lots of hosta, too, by the way. Um, so I use sprays. You know, you can find all different types on the market, deer off and what have you. And, you know, you just have to be you know, diligent. The third thing I do, and a, a friend who you probably know too, a wildlife rehabber that's done a lot with fox and, and coyote, I used to get um, some of the shavings with coyote urine on them, and I would, you know, I'd make donations. She's a lovely woman. Anyway, you can buy capsules too of coyote urine. Hopefully it's a humane extraction. <laughs> But I put these capsules in all of my beds, like maybe, again, every couple of months, several, you know, you by square foot, and you don't smell anything, and they turn into like a gel once, the, um, once it rains. And I, I'm, I don't want I'm going to hit my glass. I'm in my window. I, you know, we've been there eight years. When, I've noticed I broke my ankle last year. I had in some surgeries. I didn't do the things I usually do. That was the first time in a couple of years that I had a problem, you know, like where they were eating stuff. If you are diligent with these things, you know, I, I really, um, you can manage it. And I'm a big animal person, um, and I don't want to take too much time, but we also had fox yeah, in, uh, our, in our yard. We have- uh, hold on just a minute, Tanner. I, I'm having a real hard time hearing this caller. Is it breaking up uh, in, in the control room as well, or is it just breaking up in my end? Okay, yeah, because I she's breaking up. I, I, I don't know, uh, ma'am, if you could just start start the sentence again and, and speak with greater force and volume, because I'm just having a heck of a time hearing you. Sure. Can you hear me now? Well, it's 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 not going to be. Can you hear me now? It's going to be uh, just, oh, uh, just just talk. just keep just keep talking. Yes, thank you. Keep rambling. I'll keep rambling. So, You're not rambling at all. <laughs> we also had last year again. We have tons of wildlife: skunks, ra- raccoons, all kinds of mammals. We had a family of fox this summer, and they are. I'm a bunny hugger, right? I don't want to see any animals killed, but I have to say they they. Um, this family of it was four kids and two parents and they took up in in end of may they served baby surfaced and they were about a month old they were adorable and the mother we'd seen for a couple of years um she had been suffering from mange so again i reached out to um, my wildlife rehabber and it was such an incredible experience that people would just take in the joy and the um, the amazement of like witnessing nature like this. I mean, the father would bring, unfortunately, lots of dead baby animals at the foot of the the shed, yeah. and that's like where the babies would find their meal, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But over the the course of like two to three months, um, underneath the shed is where they lived and stuff. They it, it got really stinky because apparently they bring some of the dead stuff under there, and but by the end of August. The stench was gone. 
like there weren't any more dead bodies, you know, animal bodies laying Thanks around. Thanks for clarifying but, that. Um, yeah, right. And we were also, with the help of a really experienced wildlife rehabber, we were able to treat the, all the babies were scratching terribly when they first surfaced. And the mother, like her tail was bald. We were able to, with the help of a experienced rehabber, we we were able to get um, I forget what we use now, uh, Vervecto, and put it in meatballs. And over the course of a couple weeks, you know, like get it in basically into all of them, you know, hopefully. And we had a wildlife cam, and within two weeks, those babies stopped itching. Now we haven't seen the mother to see if it was able to really help her. She was, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess I look at it. We, you know, we've sustained some damage, but you know, you gotta sometimes, you know, where, you know, your house is your home. Imagine these animals, their house is the outdoors. And we're always like just trying to, to get rid of them because they're inconvenient or eating stuff we plant that, that, you know, they probably want to eat. I just, I guess I come at it as trying to appreciate it and live with it. But you, you can than... understand, though, you, as somebody who obviously is into gardening, I mean, you taught me a new thing right. today, Melorganite, and uh, just, uh, yes. it, is a, it is a brand of biosolid fertilizer produced by the Treating Sewage Sludge by the Milwaukee Metropolitan <laughs> Sewerage District. So uh, you are using uh, the poop of the people of Milwaukee on your, uh, on your lawn. So you taught me something. I, I, I would never think of using Milwaukee poop on my... Cleveland poop, maybe. Atlanta poop, probably not. But Flint, Michigan poop, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but you, you taught us that. But, but as you well know, uh, some of these plants, whether they're perennials or annuals, can be very expensive. And if you've sunk $50 into a, uh, not, not a hosta, but let's say a hydrangea, um, and along comes wildlife, and they nibble away your $50, let's face it, you are going to be a little bit upset. Oh, and again, it, I'm I'm just like anybody else. It's it's frustrating. And my friend next door, he's it's same thing. He's got a beautiful property, but you know, I just try to. It's when you know if if you're going to put the same if you're going to put a lot of effort and money into your beds, your garden, like what's what's the difference if you know you have this issue? And you know, I mean, you're not going to kill every animal. I mean, I'd have to kill everything, like the groundhogs dig holes and the. The squirrels and chipmunks, you know, dig up bulbs. Like, you just have to come up with a strategy to live with them. And like I said, when I last year I wasn't able because of surgeries and whatever, but last year was the first time in a couple of years, and I realized, oh, my God, I didn't do my – I didn't do anything, like, all summer. And I had – I sustained some damage and loss. This year, I – and, again, I'm going to knock on my glass – I was really diligent every month. I was doing my three-prong approach, you know, and um, and then, of course, you know, when you're planting new stuff, you know, if you if you plant things you know the deer are going to like, you're probably going to get disappointed at some point. But I try to find plants that are, you know, re- deer-resistant or they don't like as much, you know, but it can be done. I mean, you just have to put in the really put in the effort and i found it to be successful honestly and i i know and again we attract a ton of wildlife lots of deer 
How about so, how about skunk? Do you have an issue at all with uh, with skunk? I mean, my neighborhood is teeming yep. with skunk late at night, and and they're very very docile. Uh, one skunk in particular, like clockwork, two in the morning, likes to walk in the backyard, just from point A to point D, uh, point B, just doing skunk stuff. <laughs> we, you know, we have skunk, and honestly, they are in in all of these animals, whether it's the raccoon, skunk, fox. We have we've been able to witness. The, the babies, and they if you want to talk about cute babies, I mean, baby skunks, <laughs> you see a mama, and we have really, yes, yeah, so we do, and, you know, we have one bird feeder in the back, it's like a, the kind that's raised up with a baffle, and some gets on the ground, the skunks come around, but, I mean, even raccoons, we just, no. they don't seem to, they don't want to bother, what, maybe because we do have, we're surrounded by woods, maybe it's a little, um, we don't have houses right on top of each other. But still, um, we get tons of wildlife, and yeah, I just find them all so interesting, you know. Well, obviously, you've got a great deal of uh, passion for wildlife. Uh, how about possum? Yeah, you get a possum uh, back in your yard at all? Oh, uh, we do, and 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 okay. As a as myself, my husband, and our dog, Gus, as a family who has been battling Lyme disease, rickettsia, anaplasmosis. Tick-borne diseases, opossums are the best, and they're so, they're just so docile, and they eat up to five thousand ticks a day. And if I get it right, they um, they typically aren't a vector of rabies because I think it's something to do with their body temperature. But they're really beneficial, and they are like the tamest animals. I mean, they're you want a lot of opossums. Yes, we do have them. And actually, the fox, for whatever reason, the poor baby opossums were like the victim a lot, unfortunately, mm. for the meals. <laughs> but well, I mean, un- unfortunately, that's part of the cycle of life. And uh, one thing you never want to watch, unless you're really sadistic, is uh, a coyote finding a deer. Uh, not not good uh, for the deer, generally oh. speaking. In fact, oh. yeah, always always oh. speaking. Uh, Kelly, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, phone call uh, and uh, good Thanks, stuff. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> talking about thank you. The, Have uh, a great day. Absolutely. You too. Uh, talking about the wildlife problem or other in your neighborhood because, uh, you know, d- beaver are a big issue in Orchard Park right now. And the only thing I would say is, look, if you have to kill the beaver, can't you do it a little more humanely than drowning them? Like, just a quick shot to the head would be instantaneous most of the time. Uh, Here's Fran in Allentown. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. How are you? Fran, Um, go right ahead. My niece niece has a lot of property out on Old Lake Shore Road where her home is, and they Uh, used to have a tumbler uh, of corn that was timed to feed the deer. So the deer would come at the back of their property and eat. But they go down to Florida in the winter now, so they stop that. The deer now come up, and they were, like, eating from the garden, and she, her flowers, et cetera. So she read somewhere in a magazine, if you, where you brush your hair, um, and you save the hair from your brush, and you put it, like, here and there in your garden, they won't Friend, come I, I, I want to hear. I want to hear more of what you have to say, but I have to take a break, and we have to do something about the uh, telephone situation. So Tanner's going to put you on hold, and we'll get to you right after the news at 3 on News Radio 930 WBEN. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.